Yes, go get it. This is Sidetrack Sports. We are back. It's 2021. I'm feeling great. I'm here with Sam. What's up, boys? I'm pumped. I I, I have a little nostalgia. I, I will be honest. I'm I missed it. You know, we, we've been it's been way too long. Um, 2020 kind of shook the sports world. You know, that's why we we've probably been out of the game a little bit. But we're also missing one of our partners. Um, okay, Cam. Cam, what well, Cam? We miss you. Uh, I miss you know. Wish you and and everyone else well. Um, and we know you're going to be back for more episodes. Um, so, with that being said, Sam, 2020. Dude, let's I, do a little 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 recap for everyone. 2020. Everyone's. I'm sure everyone's sick of it, but we have to do it. Yeah, I gotta. I gotta say, my heart is full. Getting through a 2020 year like we the entire world just had has been one of those that you would never ever think that we would ever have to live through. And the fact that it has changed the way we look at things, the way we act in front of people, the way we walk into a fucking store. I mean, I wash my hands a little more. I will say that. <laughs> uh, I can't forget the little germex in the car. I won't lie. Uh, I cover my sneeze a little more also, but, you know, man, COVID COVID hit. COVID hit hard. It slapped the fuck out of people. I mean, who, it, who uh, whoever would have thought? I mean, right. So you, we were talking earlier, right, uh, before the, the podcast, and you said our last episode was when? December 2019? Okay. Yep. And then obviously COVID hit January, February, February, February. Of, uh, of 2020. So a couple months off. Um yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty wild to to, to say the least. Um, my oh. worst year, you know. I think twenty five. I I'm so happy I'm like not twenty five anymore. And I, I think a lot of people speak for like obviously the pandemic and jobs and and things like that. Hundred percent, I agree. But just personally, I mean, you know, dude, uh, I, I'm okay seeing twenty twenty. You know, in the, oh, in, the yeah, in the rear view mirror, I think I'm driving 20. off the sunset. COVID, COVID took took everything out of everyone man i i mean the fact that we didn't have sports to watch and sports completely changed i mean sports would would have been the only thing to divert our distract our our minds and just be a distraction for 2020 but obviously the world covid and just took over as is it was depressing i would say 2020 sucked yeah well, it really you, sucked do you remember where you were when like COVID like actually became a thing. So like bring it back to like February, March of 2020. Do you remember where you were when like I got notifications of March madness was <sighs> like, so like it started out really um, like the tournaments, the, the uh, conference tournaments were canceled yep. and we were like, well, some of them were, some of them were still playing. That was kind of weird. Like some of them held out and like, Games were being played while games were being canceled, and then so just speak like what was that like for you? Like where were you at, and like what do you remember on that day of of everything being canceled? Dude, I I'll be honest, I thought COVID was BS up to the point to where 
March Madness got canceled. And I was just like, are you freaking kidding me? Like March Madness, the biggest tournament in the year of the year, every year in basketball got canceled. I mean, so something hit me. I was like, all right, this is getting out of control. Um, and the numbers started rising. Then people started to die. And it's like, oh, shit, like legit sports took a rock. Our worlds took a rock. And it was scary. I won't lie. It was, it was definitely something for surprising that I would have never expected to happen. Well, I mean, and I mean, at the same time, so like when, when, so I remember where I was, I remember like me and my brother were sitting around, I was, I was actually watching an NHL game and, um, everything kind of like stopped. Like I will probably remember the day I die. They had like an announcement on the TV, like, um, the next game on NBCSN got canceled. And I was like, what? Like, what, what is going on? And then there's this like NHL is pausing play. And the Avs were supposed to play like later that night. So staying up to watch them and like they didn't play. And then March Madness, all these like notifications started coming in. Like, <clears throat> and um, it was like, you know, ACC basketball tournament canceled, SEC basketball. And I was like, what is going on? And then it kind of hit me like you. And I was like, whoa, like they know more, like obviously so much money in the, in those industries. I was like, they know something's up. Like, they yep. would not be canceling these things. There's so much money involved with them. I was like, they know something that we don't. Like, as as a public, we don't know. As public viewers, we have no idea what's going on. They knew something was going on. And when they started canceling that, and then I was like, oh, like, maybe it's just, like, some type of, like, weird outbreak, like, right? And then they canceled March Madness. And then when they canceled March Madness, I was like, that's... I was like, this is it. I was like, that's we, we're in something that's obviously uh, uncharted territory. And But, you know, I guess enough enough with the, the somberness. Um, you know, 2020 obviously sucked. But kind of going off of that, no fans now. So, like, oh. last year, half fans, 20%. Well, what was your take on that? Um you know, wanna, watching, watching, like, and still, like, as we speak to this day, to today, I think Texas Rangers may be the only organization to allow full fans, and it's baseball, so they don't have full fans until uh, playoffs. So, like, what's your, your what, what, you know, what, what do you think about that? One hundred percent was depressing to watch. The fact that all these sports were willing to play without fans, it is so quiet. Like. I remember specifically college football starting, and they actually were going to go play games. The ACC, Clemson started, and they played the the fake noise in the background, and I was like, this is nowhere close to an actual full sold-out crowd, and I was shocked. I was just like, I don't know if I want to watch this. It's just They're just such a powerful feeling when fans are in a stadium just going crazy making noise and then the fact that there was no fans not one single fan they're playing football with background noise and the freaking whistles that the referees were using were like yeah like electronic <laughs> electronic like, whistles. i don't even know i don't mean i mean if, when when these people are listening to this like years later they're like what do you even mean what is oh, that no. like our listeners out there like yeah like 
that was crazy. Like I'm, I'm so happy. I'm literally watching a soccer game right now and it's almost full capacity. Ah, I won't say that. I'll say most of it's cardboard cutouts cause that became a thing uh, during COVID. But I mean, it's, it's at least 50% right now, but I mean, the only thing that you could see is empty seats and cardboard cutouts. And like, it's just baffling. And, and I'm glad it's getting to a point now to where, we're actually slowly getting fan bases back. Just don't like the masks thing, but it is what it is. I mean, at least people are at least enjoying it, make some real noise and real energy in a game. Because, I mean, watching football last year with zero fans, you could just see the dead energy through those players. Well, I mean, you know, bring it back, like rewind – you know, obviously when all these sports were canceled and it was like entering spring slash summer, like it was a lot of downtime, a lot of dead time. You know, what are we doing? Like, what, what do we have? The Olympics are supposed to be on that got canceled. Um, kind of wild. So now I think we're going to see like a full circle. So be like, we had yeah. like, obviously everything canceled. And then this past year, 2021 early on, we had, fans like or like no fans like so like nhl like they had like no fans like they had a little bubble bubble's been like a big term uh nba had their, their the stuff bubble. no no fans it was just like the team well we had this like idea of like wow no sports this sucks so then we all had to deal with no sports i'm like what like what are we gonna do with our spare time we can't go like quarantine whatever you know crazy times and then now we entered this world of, oh, now we have sports. And everyone's like, thank God we yep. have sports. But then we enter the same, like, dilemma. Like, wait, what do you mean there's no fans? So then we have to watch the TV, no fans. You're experiencing it like a silent game. Um, momentum, you know, mo- the biggest thing I took away from, like, all this, like, minimum fans or no fans at all, momentum's a thing. Like, it actually yep. exists. It is a... I don't know if it's some type of biological scientific thing, but it's like it still exists without fans. You, I always thought like sometimes fans had something to do with that. But after watching these sports without any fans at all, it is it is part of the game. It's not really part of, uh, of fans. And now as we speak, you know, 20, 2020 uh, season with football and basketball, and all that, we had like partial audiences, 20%, 15 whatever. Um, still was nice to see, but this leads me into my to our, our next little topic here is uh, North Carolina just announced that they're going to have uh, they're gonna you know um, have full capacity for the Georgia Clemson football game. So North Carolina is banning just like Clemson or just like South Carolina, they're gonna get rid of the uh, capacity limitations. Um, Sorry, I got a dog for freaking barking. <laughs> um, so they're gonna they're gonna we're gonna have full capacity, full capacity. There's no better way for this entire thing to start than uh, full capacity at a Clemson Georgia game in Charlotte. Full capacity fans, I'm so pumped for that. Full capacity. When is that game? I mean, that. Um, I hang on. I think that's like September first, maybe. It's oh, still okay. insane. I mean, that'd be a fir- one of the first full capacity sporting events. The fourth, since, September fourth. Okay, since COVID hit, and 
that's going to be a complete difference of what 2020 had. Well, I think I, I, I think a big all of thing, us took all of us took like for granted fans and all that, which, that's exactly which is fair, right? Exactly. You know, we, we all we all grew up. I'm 26 year old. You know, 26. I mean, we all grew up with fans, TV, and all this. So now that we didn't get to experience that past two years, this is going to. I I mean, in my opinion, I think there's going to be an explosion of like excitement, energy with all these fans. Yeah. It is going to be, I mean, everyone thought like the wave was cool, like, you know, back in the day and it's like silent. I, I, the energy in my opinion is going to be out of this world with excitement. I mean, these people are, I mean, and, and same thing with people like just watching through TV, like to hear a roar when there's a big play on TV is going to be now more significant than ever. Yeah. I I mean, the thing about it is, like, back in the day, you as a fan, you really don't think that fans affect sports just because it's the players playing the game, it's the players making the plays. But after watching an empty stadium and watching the momentum completely dead, you don't – I mean, you don't expect it. But now that fans is such a huge impact to any kind of sporting event, any sporting event, like you said, as soon as it's 100% capacity come hopefully this year, I mean, North Carolina game or the Clemson-Georgia game is going to be that way. It's going to be insane. It's going to be sold-out crowd. It's going to be tailgating. It's going to be – oh, it's going to be all oh, crazy just because these fans are going to be so loud. I mean, I think decibels are going to be recorded. Like, it's going to be unreal. It may – yeah. I mean, I, there is no reason why – that the crowd atmosphere, especially like I mean, it would be one thing if it's if it was if it wasn't like top five teams facing off. But it's going to be two top five teams facing off. Um, so you know, you bring that back to we'll say 2018, 2017. Now, after not having full capacity, you sitting shoulder to shoulder with another fan. I think it's going to be absolutely electric. And in my opinion, besides like everyone actually being able to go, like for fans that are in like watching through the TV, I think oh. it's going to be as not as much electric, but it's still going to be electric. Like, it's going to be still, crazy. I'm still going to be glued to like just the noises, like that because I'm not used. I mean, none of us for two years now. Like we haven't had the the noise of a real live eighty thousand, eighty five thousand, you know, fans in and in uh, in Clemson cheering everyone on. So I think it's going to be a heck. What do you what do you think? These, what do you think these players are going to do? Like you think they got used? You think they got used to having no fans? Granted, it was one year, one and a half years. You're gonna think they got used to having no fans, and just got like, or, or just at least not used to having the fans, and it's gonna like throw them off. Or, or you I mean, think the the energy is just gonna slap them in the face and be like, "Let's go." These guys, I mean, these guys, I mean, the energy. Obviously, they had to bring it up themselves as a team. You know, now in the past year and a half, two years. Um, so now. This is going to be. I mean, I would. I mean, I would love nothing more than to see Justin Ross 
because he was in, he didn't play last year at all. Catch a touchdown first game, and just do a slam dunk on the field goal post at full full capacity. I tell you what, I, I mean, it would, everyone would go nuts. I hope this man gets a freaking flag. Can, can you imagine? Can you? Oh yeah, I mean, can you imagine? I mean, you know, you remember when Florida? You remember when Florida? Or you know, it was Georgia. You remember when Georgia scored a touchdown on Florida in the end zone? It was like the first quarter or first half, or whatever it was. And they like the entire team went out and danced on like yeah. the the uh, um, the end zone. I like. I want. I want that to happen. I want something that is like kicks off the twenty twenty one season. Is like a let's like fucking go moment to twenty twenty one and like pandemics behind us. We turned our back. We are we are back to 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 what it was. Yeah, I, I am. So I know it's a bold, bold claim, but I, I, that's what I really want. To I'm happen. just. I think we're all ready that's for the fan. moment to have 100 percent capacity, no mask, zero mask on. Everyone's fine and dandy, going back to the way we freaking were, drinking, boozing, having a great time. Yes, you Spitting know, having other, some fuck it, like yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean. I mean, who who remembers being able to spit like three rows down against you know on the back of a of a South Carolina fan or yep. a Georgia fan? No, I mean honestly though, I mean yeah, it's uh, we we can't we can't get there quick enough. Honestly, I think you know what's crazy is as we're speaking, all these teams still like don't have like you know I, I've been watching NHL hockey and uh, like I think the Abs they have like twenty percent. Like, and all these other teams have, like, 20%, 20%, 15%. And it's, like, you know, in my opinion right now, it's not a political statement. It's just strictly, like, let's get back to what it was. Like, we have yeah. to at some point in our lives. It's been, like, two years almost now. Like, I mean, we're, we're, yeah. we're going to come up on two years, and we got to get back to normal. Like, let's just, let's, like, ride with it. Like, yeah, like, let's get people back. I mean, you know, this, this 15... This happened in the 1920s, dude. It's it's about time we freaking get back to normal. And well, what do you mean 1920s? Are you ta- are you talking about like when it, when the uh, what was that massive uh, uh, what the, was the big outbreak that happened in the like late 1910s or Black t- Plague? Black Plague, yeah. So I mean, they were going to sporting events with mask on and. It was this big thing. Was but, it? Was that a thing? I don't. I don't know if that yeah, was a thing. Yeah, it was a thing. Go look up. <laughs> I don't know if that was a thing. Ah, just look it up, dude. Telling you, it was a we, thing. We need. We need. We need imaginary Timmy to look up those uh, statistics <laughs> for us. Cam, Timmy, Cam, Cam, where you at, bud? Where you Cam, at? Come on, baby. Yeah, we need some Give Google us that stat. Um, Use that stat. No, but, but yeah, it's. I'm. I'm with you. It's just. Let's just get back to normal. Yeah, right? we. Almost, we need to get know? back to normal. I mean, I think that's. A big part of why Sidetrack didn't record in 2020 is just everything was just crazy. So many freaking yeah, no sports happened. I mean, no we, sport. had, we had half seasons. We still have, we still have like yeah. NHL. I mean, I mean, I know they didn't have shit to talk about. I mean, we can just 2020 is a wash year. It's a year f- to forget. Time to forget. And let's Definition of a wash year. Yeah. Definition. Yes, definitely a wash and. It's time to move on. 2021, we're starting out slow, but I think it's picking up now. Come April, now May's coming and up. 
I'm excited just to be back. I'm excited oh. to be like us back, back, back. In, back in the studio, back to work, putting our heads down, having a couple of beers, talking about some sports. Um, all right. So, so now 2021, well, let's start out with, uh, the masters. Oof. so, Oof. so no tiger woods. <sighs> Dang that, that, that hurt me because I bet on tiger in 2019 when he won. Then obviously we had a delayed 2020 when it wasn't in, 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 uh, April, they delayed it. Then it was in November. Um, that was completely different. Uh, Dustin Johnson ran away with that completely different golf course. It's not the same. Um, still the masters loved it, watched it, but nothing was really blooming different grass. So masters, this year, no Tiger Woods. What was your first take? Oh, I mean, to be honest with you, it hurt that Tiger Woods wasn't going to be there. I mean, there's a, not a Masters I would love, or there's not a Masters I want to see, and Tiger not Tiger Woods not be there. It's 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 Tiger Woods. It's the goat. It's the guy people go to see. I mean, I mean, it's just it was sad to see that he got in a terrible car accident and put him out. Um, but, oh, I mean, other than that, the masters was, was pretty dang good. I was happy to see a winner that was not the, all right, I know this is, this guy's going to win. I'm not, or I'm going to bet on this guy. And it wasn't him. Like, it's nice to see a change. I mean, coming back from 2020, going to 2021, there's a lot of change. Um, it's definitely new to see. So congrats to, uh, Hideki. Matsuyama, a little uh, coming from uh, from Japan, and it was it was awesome. I mean, it the the course was playing super hard. It looked like I mean, all these which, guys, which, which was honestly, let's talk about the fact that there was two masters, yeah, within you know within six months, which is awesome. That's it's incredible. <laughs> DJ DJ got the shortest masters winner ever. Yeah, I mean, uh, incredible. I mean, complete. It, it, the course played completely different. Oh, you know, first time Japanese winner. That was pretty cool. We had Will Will Zal. Is it Zalatoris? Zalatoris. Yeah, That was really cool to watch. Um, wasn't the Masters? I think that we were all hoping for. Um, mm. Just, I mean, so, I mean, stri- strictly strictly coming from. Um, I mean. There wasn't, I mean, pretty much what happened was, I mean, Matsuzama was up big for a while. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, it, it wasn't like the uh, race to the end that we all thought it was going to be, um, like, or a lot of masters had been. Um, some guys just kind of fell off. Like, they didn't, I mean, they just shot over par at the end of, Dude, the, end of the rounds. I mean, Justin you, Thomas, Justin Thomas had a great opportunity. I thought he was actually going to win. Had a great opportunity. Fell apart Sunday or Saturday afternoon. He was in a great position. I mean, heading into the back nine Saturday, had a great opportunity. Uh, missed a few birdie putts. They probably should have went in. Missed those, and then just fell apart on the end of uh, Saturday, and then ended up uh, like eight or seven strokes, maybe nine strokes out of the lead heading into Sunday, and. That was that was it for for him. I tell you, I had I had JT going a long way. Um, 
But I think the biggest shock was Masters winner DJ from November not even make the cut. Um, him and Rory, I think that was a, a shock to me. Um, but it's the Masters. I mean, it's the toughest tournament of the year. And to see these young guys like Zalatoris just freaking come out on second, his first time at the Masters is is crazy. I mean, it's one of those – yeah, it was one of those, man. I don't know. Well, I mean, how how that ended up? At least, um, at least he won. You know, as as the first Japanese, um, and all that goes. Um, you know, it was, it was a great win for for them as a culture, and then obviously, pretty cool to see his uh, his caddy kind of bow down to the course because I think as like as a, an American. And, you know, Japanese, that that is their culture. But I think there would be a lot of Americans to, like, bow down to Augusta and be like, wow, that was a hell of a course. And especially, you mentioned, the course was playing so fast. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was, like, the greens, I've never, well, I shouldn't say never, but for a long time, I have not seen Augusta greens a little brownish. They were, like, some brown. Yeah. And, and in my opinion, I think what happened is all these like Augusta National members and, and um, chairmen sat there and watched Dustin shoot like minus twenty in November, and they were like, "Yeah, that's not going to ever happen again. We're going to yep. make sure." And then they just dried everything out. They were like, "These, these greens, we'll let these things be brown before someone shoots <laughs> negative twenty. Like we, we're just not going to let it happen anymore." And I think that's what happened. Yeah, they definitely they definitely aim to make that that course hard um, this year, and I think that they did it on purpose, to be honest with you. Um, but I, I, at the end of the day, I think the Masters was tough this year, but a good answer to twenty twenty, and something to look forward to. I mean, we had, we it wasn't the normal crowds at Augusta, but it was. It looks like some of normal crowds. Um, if you don't really pay attention to that, then you probably wouldn't even notice. Uh, and besides, like, the roars that you're used to seeing on, like, the Amen's Corner and the back nine, besides that, um, I mean, it felt and looked like somewhat of a normal master, which is good news. All right, so obviously now we have, like, a draft coming up, Sam. Um, how are you feeling about... So obviously Trevor Lawrence came out and said, I don't know, like the direct quotes, but it was something like my life does not um, dictate, you know, I guess my, my NFL career or whatever, like I'm my own self and my, my, my play will speak for itself and I don't need to be, um, like I don't have a chip on my shoulder. I don't, you know, I, I don't really sell myself for the for the game. What were your initial thoughts on this? Because I know there were some hot topics when when other uh, professional, I guess, reporters were talking about it. I uh, I don't know. I mean, if we're going to talk about draft coming up, we obviously everyone knows Trevor Lawrence is going to go number one overall to to the Jaguars, which I'm kind of happy about. Um. But I mean, shout out Clemson. Shout, shout out Clemson. Hey, yeah, good Tigers. Um, <laughs> not a big deal, just alumni. <sighs> yeah, 
is what it is. <laughs> um, but I think when it comes two to deg- Trevor Lawrence, two, two degrees, one school, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> um, I think the biggest thing is when it comes to Trevor Lawrence is right now he's going number one, number one overall. Haters are trying to find everything that he wants to do and everything that he says just to get after him. I, and that's just my opinion. I think he's just he's being attacked just because he's a kid getting into a big league. Um, now, the fact of what he said, I mean, I think he's just over – I wouldn't say he's overly confident. I just think he's more of appreciative to be in the position he's in. And he's not going to boast and say, oh, dude, I'm the big guy. I'm the best in the league. I'm going to freaking beat Mahomes in the next Super Bowl. Like, I don't think he's – he's he's seems to be a humble kid. Um, I think that's the way I took it, not as a overly confident person. But I can understand why some people would say, oh, so he's basically saying he's not good enough for the league. He's just going to get by and play for four years and make his money. I don't think it's that – I mean, I don't think that's a, that it's that way at all. Well, I mean, you know, and I mean, I agree with you in a certain aspect. I mean, I think, you know, when you hear his comments, number one, I listen to that and go, that kid is very mature for his age. I think, like, I'm like this kid realizes that there's more to the sport. He wants to be a great husband. He wants to be a great father. You know, at the end of the day, right? When when you when you're that great at whatever sport or whatever, um, at the end of the day, when you have a kid or you have a wife, all you are to them is you're a husband or you're a you're a father. So your wife, especially like who he married, like it's a it's a high school sweetheart. So like therefore, like she just knows Trevor for Trevor, not as a NFL star or a QB that's this great. She's like. Lifelong sweetheart. So at that point, that keeps you humble, in my opinion. You know, that's what you're expected to be. You're expected to be like you're judged on who you are, not what you do. You yeah. Know? And and he said that I think as perfect as you could. Um. Now maybe NFL people or NFL ownership doesn't like that, but he's speaking from I think, in my opinion, probably his heart makes the most sense. Really humble kid, like. I mean, that's about as humble as you're going to get, number one. Um, number two, I can see it being a concern, obviously. I mean, it's like investing into a company, and it's like a company that's saying, oh, well, like, well, like you know, I'm kind of okay if like it doesn't work out, but um, I have confidence that it will. It's like, well, are you going to really invest in that? You do, originally, you do the first eight years. I mean, look at the kid, look at the kid, what the kid's done. You're not yeah. going to... You know, if you're the Jags, you're not gonna see those comments and run. It's yeah. like, look at like you're gonna turn down him for that. There's there's just no way. There's no way that uh, anyone really buys into the stock. I think it's really just kind of a uh, a good hot topic that everyone can talk about and number one number one uh, draft pick. So I think it's just kind of a nice little media, I you know checkpoint to to. <laughs> Get off their list. Oh yeah, I mean the the fact that he is by far the only guy that everyone knows he's that's going number one overall. So what can we do 
to attack him. And I think that's what the media is doing. And they, I mean, they did it. And he came out strong and said, look, I love football. I'm going to do absolutely whatever I can to win a Super Bowl. And I'm in the position I, I'm in to, to make it happen. Like he's got one of the greatest coaches in college football history do I like him as a person? No, I'm saying not, really. not a fan. <laughs> not not really, a fan. But, I mean, shit, he, he's won games. Um, I mean, he knows how to do it. Let's see if he can do it at the NFL level. Now, if you want to go at a Jaguars, how are well, they going to play? I don't know. The biggest thing is, too, is like every – every you know, here, here's my thing. At least he didn't end up at the Jets. Right, like I'm not hoping. I'm not, you know, I'm not hoping that kid's gonna have like an amazing career because at the end of the day, my life doesn't matter on it. But I, I obviously, I feel bad for every quarterback that ends up at the Jets or they end up at the Browns and they end up like being a complete disaster because like no one wants to see a first, a first overall pick or first, you know, first first round, you know, through first through tenth pick in the first round. Go to some crappy team and get beat to hell by a crappy offensive line, and then you know like, no one wants to see that. Um, I mean, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, but you know, I I would hate I would hate to see, uh, you know, I don't know, I don't know the Jags' offensive line, you know, anything like that. But uh, obviously, Jets and Browns have been obviously those two, and then you can maybe add the Giants. Those three are like the no goes. Like if you go there, you're dead. I so say, he's not going there. He has life. He's breathing some a little life. Bit. Yeah, I will, I will say that. I mean, sticking with the quarterback, the quarterback debate when it comes to the draft. Who would you take over for the next overall pick? Would you take the? I guess the biggest debate right now is Zach Wilson or Justin Fields. And then I guess you can throw Mac Jones in there, but I don't. I don't think so. You know, honestly, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna mention who. I mean, I'm going Mac Jones. I, I think. Yeah. No. Call me crazy, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. And and in the past, every Alabama quarterback has literally ended up garbage. I mean, McCarron, McElroy, they all like literally went nowhere. We'll see what Tua ends up doing. Doesn't Maybe. look promising. If he gets a chance, we'll see. Um, here's my here here's my argument. Zach Wilson. I mean, no one knew about him. I guess he's just some type of like NFL prospect. Everyone's like, oh, like look at his length, look at his diameter, look look at how long he can throw the football. I mean, we all we we didn't know that. Headed. I mean, we we had no idea. Josh Allen, when he was at Wyoming, everyone was still kind of like, yeah, like that kid can throw the ball like 90 yards. Everyone's like, watch out for him. Um, same thing with what's-his-name, uh, South Dakota State, you know, at Wentz. I mean, he when he was at South Dakota State, everyone's like, we'll watch him. Like, he's pretty good. Oh, North Dakota uh, State. Yeah. Yeah. Wilson kind of came out of middle of nowhere. I think that's kind of like a draft number type thing, kind of like a – like NBA, like everyone's like, oh, like your measurements are perfect for the uh, for for this position. We'll see what you do. I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't really see him do anything great. I mean, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't bad at all. But so Zach Wilson, toss him aside. You can probably put him fourth quarterback, getting drafted third, whatever. Um, Justin Fields, 
Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put. I'm. I'm. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna put. Um, I'm gonna put Trevor Lawrence. I'm gonna go Mac Jones. Mac Jones or or Fields or Fields being second. I mean, those, those two. Those, those, in my opinion, those two are two and three. I don't know which one's gonna go two or three, and then you're gonna have uh, Zach Wilson. Um, in my opinion, Justin Fields. Watching him, heck of ability, strong arm. He's a strong kid. Number one, the kid can take a hit. Really, really strong kid. I hate Ohio State, but really, really good at what he does. Um, throws a lot of interceptions. I think that in the NFL, if you throw a lot of interceptions, you don't last long in the league. So I think, yeah, James Winston. So, I, so we're gonna see. You know, I think I think he's a smart kid. He he was good. I remember watching him when he was on that show in Netflix, QB1. And, he was on that show. You know, he's kind of a little cocky guy, you know, but number one recruit. Um, started out at uh, Georgia behind Jake Fromm, transferred to Ohio State. Good. I mean, he's on, his talent's unreal, but I just think he throws a lot of interceptions. Um, and then uh, Mac Jones, man, I, I think I, – and I know I'm kind of going against – Every every Alabama quarterback that's ever actually made it, because they've actually never done really anything. But um, I, I think Mac Jones, he's a winner, and he's a smart player. So I think, in my opinion, when I look at Justin Fields and I look at Mac Jones, I go, Mac Jones, smart player. And then Justin Fields, not smart. Like, Justin Fields is a risk taker. Um. Oh, see, where, where 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 I don't think uh, I don't think Mac Jones is a risk taker. Now you have Devontae Smith, game changer. I mean, you know, it's a completely different subject. Maybe maybe he made Mac Jones look better than what he was, but that's kind of who I, that's who I'm leaning towards. So I I completely disagree with your comment, and here's why: Mac Jones, in my opinion, is going to be a backup quarterback in the league. He one doesn't have the confidence, in my opinion. He doesn't have confidence to lead an NFL team. College is completely different. It depends on the organization he goes to, but I still think Mac Jones is not a starting quarterback. I think he will end up just like AJ McCarron, all those other guys. I think he's he'll he'll stay in the league for a little while as a backup, maybe like a Colt McCoy type esque player. But I just I just don't see it. I don't see it. Now, when it comes to Zach Wilson, I've seen the kid play. He plays a lot like Patrick Mahomes. Um, granted, he played in 2020 where he shined. Uh, it's a completely different game. But if he goes second overall to the Jets, I think the Jets might fail him. Um, and not unless the new coach turns it around. But I don't know. I don't like either, all three quarterbacks, but I think Zach, Zach Wilson's probably the best one out of all of them. I, I, yeah, I agree I mean, with you that saying Justin Fields is – I think he's sporadic when he plays. I think he's he can't control his ability, and that's why he throws interceptions. So I think Justin Fields leans towards the Kyle Murray side more so than the Joe Burrow side. Joe Burrow side, yeah. So I think you know I I agree. I mean I, I agree with, with with you when I mean 
I guess my my biggest thing is is uh, I mean even Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow was a risk taker. Joe Burrow threw a yeah. lot of th- like throw up balls, and they had he had Jamar Chase. He had like, some guys that could just go up and grab it. Um, I look at the same thing. I think like I look at Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson had a lot of like a lot of guys too, like very Jordan Leggett, Mike Williams. That would just go and grab it. Like I mean, absolutely save him. And then he had um. Uh, what's his name? DeAndre Hopkins and had the Texans. Oh, and DeAndre Hopkins and uh, can't believe I'm blanking on his name. White kid, small, little white kid. Oh, Hunter Renfro. Place of the Raiders, yeah. And then had and then he could throw a dart low, and, and Hunter oh. Renfro would just like pick it up. Like, so I think Trevor Lawrence. I mean, in my opinion, if Trevor Lawrence had those like oh. assets, I mean. Number Four, one, if, three, just, if three, Justin Ross, if Justin Ross, number one, played last year, that would have been huge. Our defense had a hard time, but different, different times, different conversation. But no, I think um, we'll, we'll we'll see. I guess time will tell. Like yep. always in any draft, time will tell. Um, draft is next Thursday night. We'll see. We'll see who gets picked. I think first. Lawrence. You know, it's nice, honestly. As obviously, we're we're Clemson guys. Um, Nice to see, you know, hey, we got the number one guy. It's been the number one guy. You know, at high school, he was the yeah. number one guy. Everyone He's knew that the was. One guy. Um, we knew that. One is, um, one of the titles his, his freshman year, undefeated. Hasn't happened since, I think, Yale in like 1840-something. Um, first off since, since he Yale to do it. So pretty impressive stuff. That kid can just sling the football. We're going to miss him. But yeah, no, we'll see. We'll see what happens in the draft. You know, I think uh, I think a bunch of different interesting things could happen, especially with who's drafting, who you know, what we're lo- what they're looking for to draft. So, what do you what do you think about the Trevor Lawrence staying mm-hmm. home during the draft? Doesn't surprise me. Doesn't surprise me at all. I think you know, especially with like COVID and all these different things. Like, why why like why go why go to Cleveland number uh, yeah. Cleveland number one? That's, <laughs> I wouldn't go to Cleveland. <laughs> I mean, go pay me a million dollars. I'm not going to Cleveland. Like yeah. Cleveland sucks. I'm not going to Cleveland anyways. So, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I think that, that didn't surprise me at all. I mean, that, that the way that kid spoke when he gave that Sports Illustrated you know interview is he's literally he doesn't care. Like it's just like like hey, like this is my life. I love people in my life. Like this won't affect me, yeah. Um, and that's what it is, you know. In my opinion, I think that's as great of an attitude as you can ever have towards anything. So, and I'm not saying that because he literally went to Clemson. I, I really am not. I think the kid has a pretty good head on his shoulders. Um, I think he'll thrive. So you can't. Yeah, I mean, I just hope he has the opportunity to obviously, uh, you know. Have a decent O line. Give him, like, give him a chance, right? So, I mean, just saying, same thing with Tom Brady. Tom Brady had a heck of an opportunity at um, the Patriots just because of the offensive line. Um, but we'll see. See what happens. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Well, should we wrap it up? Any final thoughts, Sam? Oh, I mean, all I can say is it's good to be back and. I'm ready for next week. I mean, like I said, my heart is full. 
I'm excited for the new 2021 Sidetrack Sports. Uh, I mean, boys, I mean, it's been a long time coming. We've been talking about uh, it. Let's get up a little bit. All right? <laughs> a little, a little, little fan interaction. A little, little, little cheer, cheer, yeah, a little cheer in the background. A little cheer in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That make it somewhat similar, but uh, I'll tell you, anyone out there listening, please join in. Please, please share. We're uh, we're back. I'm telling you, we're back. We're gonna get back at it. Share, um, like, share, like. Yeah, share, like, and. Uh, Open up a beer, crack it open. Uh, cheers. Yeah, l- l- listen to the boys here. All right, well, Sam, cheers, cheers, brother. Great, 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 uh, great 2021 uh, introduction. And, uh, well, thanks for everyone listening. Go share, like it. Listen again. We'll be back next week. Cheers. Peace, boys.